What if a software application can help field technicians and maintenance teams capture, organize, and share knowledge to help resolve issues a lot faster? Collaborate in real time to improve communications. All of this would lead to increased first-time fix rates as well as improved efficiency. Today on Solving for Multifamily, I'm talking to Sean Miller, the CEO of Griot, and his platform promises to do just that. So hit the like button, share with your friends, and learn a little bit more about Griot. Hey, Sean, thanks for joining the show today. Hey, Robert, thanks for having me. Pleasure to be here. Yeah, absolutely. Excited to learn a little bit more about your company. I know you're an industry uh, veteran to multifamily, so would you tell us a little bit about the company you started and how you're solving for multifamily? Prior to Griot, I ran Point Central, which is one of the uh, smart property platforms out there. But if I expand the lens a little bit more, over the last 20 years, I've worked in different functions where I was worked with skilled trades. So general contractors, electricians, plumbers, HVAC, yeah, and then most recently, smart home installers, low voltage, access control installers, et cetera. And sort of all this time, started to see a, a recurring theme that no matter how much you train these, these skilled techs or how experienced they are, you can never perfectly train them and they will go in the field and they'll have a moment where something doesn't work you know they can't diagnose what's going on the part they brought is the right part but it's not working etc and in that moment today the the techs there's a flurry of different ways they try and communicate to solve that they typically look to talk to one of their team members because they know someone on their team will have seen this and done it but that communal knowledge they try and get to you through a phone call or a text maybe they try slack the problem with all these tools is They're either not easy for you to get the context, like a phone call where I'm calling you and trying to describe it, or in Slack's case, the tools aren't laid out in a way that's intuitive to a skilled trade. Slack was built for software engineers and office workers, not for techs out in the field. And so what Griot's looking to do is essentially build a unified communication tool that helps skilled trades better communicate in the moment to share that knowledge, and then also capture that knowledge and help make it available going forward to the whole team so that that knowledge doesn't leave when someone retires or leaves the team, it stays within the organization. So that's really interesting. So it not only sounds like you've created a platform to uh, connect technicians to each other so they can help with knowledge sharing, but you've also created a platform where you can archive that knowledge um, and allow you as an organization to, to keep that knowledge over time. Is that about right? Yeah, so definitely the, your communication sort of is uh, the problem for the tech in the moment, right? So how do I just help put tech A and, and touch with tech B, help them be more efficient in the field. As you know, like there's a shortage of from general maintenance guys to skilled tra- uh, to low voltage access control installers today. So making techs more efficient in the field helps everyone out. But then there is this knowledge. So the idea is that you would capture this knowledge in our database. The techs are creating that knowledge in, in their interaction. So it's sort of done by them. They get to tag it. You can tag it by making model, you know, of a manufacturer, you can tag it by a location, by a job number, all of the above. And then that lives within their workspace so they can, any text can search for that. There's opportunities to tie that into other things. So if you ever wanted to pull that knowledge into a formal product training database or use it to inform manuals or other training, that, that's definitely there. But the idea is at least keep this knowledge also there quickly accessible for the text when they need when they need it, it's right there for them. Pretty interesting. So how'd you guys come up with the name Griot? The name for the company Grio uh, comes from it's a, it's a French word for a, for an African bard, and, and the the idea we had behind it was that sort of person who's had a you know whose job was to comp- always share tribal knowledge, right? Make sure one another knew the history of things and why we were doing things a certain way. We thought that was a great 
personification of what we're trying to do. You know, all these texts have tribal knowledge out there today. The challenge is 20 years ago, these texts traveled together and there's an opportunity to share it in person. Today, a lot of texts are lone workers out there in the field. So it's not as easy to communicate. And you just have this acceleration of text retiring. Um, and so you just have knowledge, that communal knowledge leaving the workforce, right? So we're just trying to help capture that and share it and keep it within the workforce. You know, that's a great idea and a great point as well. We, we keep hearing about how hard it is to find skilled labor today. And, you know, it sounds like your platform enables people to communicate and share kind of that knowledge, as well as build some of those skill sets and uh, to help close some of those gaps. Uh, you mentioned low voltage a little bit earlier, but it sounds like you're enabling this platform for something much broader than that. I mean, you have plumbing out there, you have HVAC, you have security. Is that your vision to, to enable multiple skills and trades on this platform? So we are enacting across multiple skill sets today, and we think we can continue doing that because our focus is on communication and not necessarily things that get very job specific or trade specific. You can think of uh, you know work order specifics, ordering parts, even overall you know punch list and process management. Those get very specific to the type of tech, to the type of job that you have to really build for that. In our case, since we're just enabling the techs to talk to one another, as long as the techs generally have the same need to communicate, and in our case show one-on-one video where you can quickly augment with your finger on a mobile device or on a desktop what the other person needs to know, that's applicable across multiple trades out there. That's pretty cool. So specifically then, thinking about it from a multifamily perspective, how does this technology uh, help owners and operators in, in you know, addressing their needs from a, from a labor and skill perspective? So uh, most recently my time at Point Central, you know, I saw, uh, even before COVID, I saw organizations that didn't have enough maintenance techs on staff, right? So the techs they had were generally getting overworked, which is always a concern. You want, you know, you well, you want to utilize your, your team at an efficient rate, overworking them over long periods of time leads to burnout. Then COVID hit, right? And it not only overworked people, but also just threw a bunch of different curveballs at us of how do we get techs in the field? How do they, again, be efficient while they're out there? And so this sort of need, I think, in multifamily is just helping the maintenance teams you have on site today, there's an opportunity for, for driving the communication knowledge capture. I think if you look forward five or 10 years, there's there's some trends that lead towards potential shifts in how multifamily does maintenance, especially for operators that have lots of buildings in the same area where instead of putting maintenance teams in every building, you sort of build a hub and spoke model where maintenance teams lives in a city and works without it. That could be really good. But again, communication is going to be one of the key things they need to do that. Yes, they also need to know the right part on the right truck with the right tech going out and planning all their work orders. And there's a lot of investment going on around those. But again, you never perfectly train or plan a route with the right tech part, et cetera. And so what we want to do is when, when the unknown happens, how do we help make sure that tech doesn't just feel like they're lost on an island out there or, or the maintenance person again? And then you know, think of multifamily again, maintenance, maintenance people have to cover a lot of areas. So it's not likely they, they always remember everything. And so the ability with Grio to not only facilitate the communication, but for me, maybe I'm the newer maintenance tech on a team, when I show up to a site, I can quickly search under that site's address and see all the other text notes of what's been done. So I get really contextually good awareness, not just a history of work orders, but actually if they sh- showed up and saw that they needed, there was a deviant, they needed to do something to fix it, they saw exactly what they did to fix that. Yeah, you know, what's really interesting is I'm starting to hear a lot more demand for how do you utilize your labor more efficiently? We know that labor costs are increasing. We know that, you know, if you can get your 
labor on and off a job very quickly and efficiently, that's going to overall save you money. So is that one of the main benefits of your platform? That's exactly it. So get them on and off a job in less time and also reduce the number of times you have to roll a truck on and off a job, right? So reduce total hours and reduce total touches. Yeah, I can tell you came from the security side of the business because rolling a truck is a term that I use quite often too. <laughs> but that's an important point. I mean, are, are you guys out there solving for making sure you have the right part on the truck the first time? Yeah, so today we're not touching the sort of helping to make the right truck it on the part. Again, there's I think there's tools being built that are trying to do that, better scheduling, you know, getting more information from the resident ahead of the work order actually being completed, and even some of the IoT things, right? Predictive maintenance, knowing, getting data from the unit. So our focus again is more when you're out there and you have that part. Imagine you're a newer person on that team, first time you've installed this part. Now you can have that virtual senior tech maintenance person or senior tech on your team right there over your virtual shoulder, helping guide you through what you need to do and answer questions. So again, you're efficient, but you can you can get your team out there and doing things complementary to all those other tools, making sure you know it's scheduled efficiently and the right products on the truck. Awesome. So it's like having the head technician available virtually at your fingertips. Yeah. The need for skilled trades, there's been a shortage of general supply over at least five, if not 10 years. And then you have this acceleration of retirements now. So you just have a, a labor pool that's quickly getting smaller. They don't have the time to, to go out and train one another in person or to sit in training classes all the time, right? So you've just got to find ways to augment them and help make them more efficient in the field. Not to mention the cost, right? I mean, you're investing a lot of cost into training time. So if you can accelerate that training time from a cost perspective, that's going to translate into benefits for everyone downstream as well. Exactly. Benefits in terms of cost and also, Robert, you know, a multifamily, the goal is always once you get a tenant in to keep them as long as possible, right? Service and maintenance are one of the key things that you'll see as drivers of why people look for a new unit. And so if we can help just not only deliver a more cost efficient service, but also a service that the resident expects, you know, takes the right amount of time and happens as they expect, that helps retain that resident. That helps the overall efficiency of that building by itself or profitability of that building. Extremely important as we constantly move forward in a five-star rated world, right? (laughs) But I think that's what's so important about service. At the end of the day, if you're not receiving great service, you're, you're not going to be happy. I was recently talking to a colleague of mine and, you know, she's going through an, an issue right now at her apartment complex. And, you know, if the service is not going to be good, then she's probably going to, to look for somewhere else to go and not renew her lease. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that world concessions probably won't keep that resident. They're going to go see what else is available. Yeah. And, you know, when you start to bring up concessions or, you know, when you're using concessions, you're you're now talking about eroding your overall profitability of your operations. So all these things do tie tightly together. You know, thinking through then kind of the rest of the story, what do you see that's next for your company? How do you want to deploy? One of the interesting things we're seeing, so we've uh, deployed uh, we have some people using the product out there today under the regional thesis, help the, the maintenance teams or the techs you hire communicate and share knowledge. What we've seen this evolution uh, pretty rapidly is now those two teams talking, right? So in the world where a maintenance tech either can't get to a job or had to call in an outside tech to do something, this tool is allowing the maintenance tech to still do something else and get a call from the skill trade when they, they have a question on, could be layout of a, a community could be a fix, could be an approval. Hey, I'm here. Here's what I'm seeing. Let me show it to you. Do you approve me to do this work? 
as I'm stating, or to call back into the office because Grio facilitates communication not only on a mobile app, but also a desktop. So you can have different parts of the building's org now easily communicate with different texts as they come in. And that was, uh, you know, we sort of had that hypothesis sitting out there, but I was sort of intrigued how fast that started. Start, we started seeing that out there. That's pretty cool from a communications perspective. Are you guys uh, only using audio or are you experimenting with video as well? I have to imagine to be able to troubleshoot something uh, with the use of video is going to make things a lot easier. And from that perspective, everybody's got a phone or, or cameras on their phone today. Is that a direction you guys are exploring? Yeah. So the product today is video based, right? Uh, audio is out there in terms of phone calls. We think that's, again, it's a way to get hold of someone who's not efficient because you have to give them context and explain what's going on. So when you make a call via Grio, it's right away a video call. I see what you see, and I can quickly, again, draw on my screen or on my computer, use my mouse to do things on the screen for you. That That's what we think is key. Yeah, we've done a lot of work from a compatibility standpoint. So making this, I know techs in the field don't always have the, uh, they don't always either, if they have a corporate device or it's a personal device, it's not always the most recent one. So we've done a lot of work for compatibility, making this thing work back with iPhone 6s and uh, the Android equivalent at that time, just to really maximize that when techs were in the field, they want technology that's just reliable and does what it needs to do. And, and in this case, communication is the tool they look to use. We just want to make give them a better communication tool. So from that perspective, do you guys package this up as an app that resides right there on your phone, basically allowing your techs to, to make that video transaction and, and start the process? This lives as an app right there, and, uh, and you know you just launch the app, push the team member you want to talk to or the external vendor, however, whoever you want to communicate that's listed there in your contacts. And the nice thing is, again, Robert, if I'm calling you, if you have the mobile version and the desktop version, let's say you're sitting at your computer at that point, you can answer that call right there on your computer. You're not necessarily having to pull your phone out and work from that if it's not convenient for you. But if you're in the field and your phone's what you got, you can also answer that phone call, that video call right there and help help the person out. Very cool. Switching gears on you a little bit and just out of curiosity, are you guys facilitating a pool of experts that allow you to connect back to, so if I'm a technician, for example, and I'm trying to troubleshoot something, are you guys facilitating that service that allows that technician to be connected to you know, an external expert uh, that will help them you know, understand what they're looking at and get up to speed? Today, we're not doing anything from sort of a marketplace formation. You know, we, we're relying on people to find their own maintenance people, their own skilled techs on their own, and then just help uh, communication between them. Not op- oppose it. You can think of a point where we may know in a certain geography that this organization has really highly rated HVAC tax, and there's an opportunity to then show that organization maybe to a property manager, right, who, again, has their maintenance team, but occasionally needs the external techs to help them. And how do you help facilitate that introduction? Yeah, very cool. I, I can see definitely at some point in time where that connector piece may be a, a great part of a, a business model for you guys to, to add on. So there you go, right? <laughs> Ask me again in six or 12 months there. I'd love to. love to have you back and, and learn how your company's growing. You know, so thinking through your business cases today, you've got some really cool technology. Is there anything else you wanted to highlight today for the audience and, and just let them know a little bit more about your company? Yeah. So uh, I guess building on that the question of why now, like ho- hopefully Robert, some of the listeners here have found this interesting and, and it's seen this pain point uh, and they've landed at this point like, okay, is this something I want to do something about today? Do I want to learn more about Grio? And so to answer the why now question, um, I think we're sitting at a point where, again, operators of multifamily buildings are going to see growing need to, again, not, a, not only better plan work orders, but better help 
the triage in the moment, help the, the maintenance people and the techs do it. Because besides the factors I, I mentioned earlier of just, you know, shortage of supply and, and people retiring earlier, think about in my previous life and your current life, the explosion of connected services and devices we're seeing out there, right? New smart access control systems, connected buildings. These are all units or systems that whether it's your own maintenance team or an external partner, who's doing the install, who's doing the maintenance, when occasionally something needs is breaks and needs to be replaced. Where does that knowledge live and how does it get easily shared? You know, we see that as a huge opportunity to use this tool again, because it can facilitate that communication and knowledge share within an org and also between orgs to help make sure that whoever's doing that work out there gets the knowledge they need. And, and I think all these connected devices, knowledge are an explosion in the adoption of it, but then you can think of the exponential growth and knowledge around those, right? How, how do you do all these different things with the different versions of hardware and different versions of software and all these other things? For a maintenance person to have to try and even be vaguely familiar with all those and understand HVAC and understand plumbing and lighting, uh, you know, it, it just, it's becoming a really daunting task. And so I think there's a growing need to really help get knowledge to them when they need it and the, and the way they need it. Yeah, I think it's great. I think you've uh, really brought to market a pretty exciting platform that hopefully not only closes that knowledge gap, but helps accelerate getting a job done uh, more efficiently and on time. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, very cool. Someone wanted to find out more about your company. Where can we find it? People can learn more about us at griot.co. That's G-R-I-O-T dot C-O. Well, thank you very much, Sean. Uh, great catching up with you and hope you'll uh, come on back and tell us a little bit more about how the company's doing and what other things that you've iterated on over time and, and hopefully uh, about the great successes you have uh, with your new business. Hey, Robert, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. So thanks for joining today's episode of Solving for Multifamily. If you like the episode, hit the like button, share with your friends. We'll see you next time.